Face Up and Listen, the running podcast where I chat to people who have inspired me throughout my running journey so far. This week, I'm joined by Dr. Chloe Bedford, psychologist, mum, and running enthusiast. We're going to be talking about how running can help people improve their mental well-being, especially new mums, including the brilliance of being part of the running community, and also how solo running can be just as beneficial. Hello, thank you for joining me. Hi. Um, let's start with how you first got into running. What made you interested in it in the first place? Um, so I first got into running about 2009 when I was um, doing my doctorate training. And um, basically I was too poor to go to the gym. And so running seemed like a good option because it was free. Mm-hmm. Um, and I um, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I, I used to um, run around a graveyard that was near my flat in a pair of new look plimsolls, so not even proper converses, and, um, and a really cheap kind of cotton shorts and T-shirt, so totally inappropriate weather uh, clothing even for running, um, and, and just run around the graveyard where I hoped that nobody would ever see me because I was so bad at it. Um, I gave up sort of quite quickly and then came back to it again um, when um, I was doing my first job and it was sort of, um, I was a grown-up psychologist with a lot of responsibility and it was quite stressful and um, and I actually, um, I lived in a, in a house with um, some friends in Newcastle and um, one of my, one of the guys there, he ran and he was like, actually, why don't you give it a go? It might be really helpful um and and it was and again I was really awful at it and so I refused to run with anybody I just used to kind of sneak out when nobody was looking when I got home from work um and and sort of just try and and run in areas where I knew I wouldn't see anybody um and I think kind of it was very much like that on and off I think until um I moved to London and joined a running club and met some friends through that and and after that I kind of I really got the bug they kind of encouraged me to kind of get into racing and um and yeah so I guess that that was it I was I was off I was um a sucker for any bling and a t-shirt that I could get my hands on (laughs) Um, do you remember your first race I do I do it was the Southampton half marathon I think it was 2015 it was the first or maybe it was 2014 it was the first year that they they did the half marathon and um and and ever the optimist I believed that I was going to be able to run it in this amazingly fantastic time and and in the first two miles I was running seven minute miles and I was like man I'm gonna win this it's gonna be amazing and and then it just very quickly went horribly wrong after that and I remember texting my husband about nine miles in saying this is awful I am absolutely never doing this again why did you let me do this this is the biggest mistake I've ever made can you please come and get me and he texted back going I'm not coming to get you you have to keep going I'm standing at the finish line with a packet of crisps and some cake (laughs) and so so yeah so that was that was it I learned quite a lot from my first race Mm, yes because you must have uh, carried on despite that I did, I did. So as soon as I finished it, I was like, wow, that was amazing. Um, obviously, I screwed up a bit, so how can I do this better next time? Um, as you do. And um, yeah, definitely, definitely kind of got the bug mm. that way. Um, and forever, ever since, I've been sort of determined to kind of improve on my mistakes and do better next time. Mm. Have you got a favourite race that comes to mind? 
Yeah, I do. So my favourite race um, is is the Edinburgh Half Marathon. Um, so actually, my family are from from up that way. Um, anyway, so that was nice because like lots of different people I wouldn't normally see were kind of dotted around in different parts of the course. Um, so that was nice. But it was just um, such a lovely atmosphere. Um, all the marshals were so friendly. And I just really loved how, like, so many people um, just sort of put their speakers out in their front gardens as we ran past and um, had, like, the killers and stuff blaring. And, and yeah, it was just really lovely. It also helps that it's mostly downhill. Um <laughs> so that was good um and and um and I think kind of going into it I'd sort of I'd had sort of a good kind of training block as well which I think helps but it was just kind of an amazing atmosphere and um and the other one that I really really loved was Amsterdam and again mm. it was probably one of the worst races I've ever run but the, the atmosphere was just amazing just lots of people kind of out in silly costumes and um having little raves out on the course and it didn't matter the fact that i sort of totally tanking this race and walking most of it because there was lots of people to kind of cheer you up as you went round so I really loved that as well. Hmm. Yeah you're mentioning a lot about the the atmosphere the community the fact that you joining a running club was what helped you get a bit more excited about running and a bit more confident. Um, Do you think that the community aspect is a really important aspect for for everyone? I was going to say, I mean, it's, it's definitely really, really important for me. I don't know if it is really important for everyone. I think um, lots of people like running alone and for them it's kind of a meditative kind of thing to do. Um, it's something that they enjoy. It's their space away from everyone and to kind of think. And, um, yeah, so I don't necessarily think think it, it is for everyone. I mean, I think there is a really lovely community out there and, and kind of most people I know are part of the community, but then you don't know the people that aren't part of the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I, I mean, I think for anyone that's kind of listening to this thinking, oh, I'm not, I'm not sure, I would say there is that kind of amazing kind of community, but you don't have to be part of it if it's not for you. Mm. But running does have a really big impact on our mental health as well what what can you say about that in your experience or in your professional view and um, it does have a kind of an amazing kind of impact on your mental health and I would say kind of the community part of it so a lot of people has that has that kind of positive impact it's kind of being a part of something um, and and I think I mean for lots of people it's it's kind of about going to Parkrun on a Saturday and um either meeting up with people that they already know or just being able to kind of get chatting to people that you don't know I think one of the really lovely things about the running community is you just sort of talk to anybody and anybody will talk to you and which I don't think you kind of get in lots of other situations you don't tend to kind of find yourself chatting to everyone when you pop out for a coffee or anything like that so I think um that's kind of one of the really really lovely things about um about running and, and kind of the community and, and the impact on your mental health is is it can kind of connect you with other people and give you that sense of connectedness um, and I guess if we're talking about kind of mental health actually being connected to others is, is kind of for most people something that's really important mm. um and also there's that kind of the exercise and the endorphins as well which can have such a positive impact on your mental health um and um as as I think kind of we all know um but also I think for a lot of people it's that um 
kind of the action of moving forward when you run um, helps you to kind of move forward with your problems in a way, um, if that makes sense. I don't mm. know if that's been your experience, but certainly a lot of people that I've spoken to and, and kind of from my own experience, it can be a really good way of kind of problem solving. So often when we're sat at home and we're on our own, um, you can just sit there and you're kind of going round and round and round in circles with a problem you're not getting anywhere you're feeling worse you're just thinking about how awful the situation is and and I think sometimes kind of running can be a good way of, of kind of helping you to kind of move move forward with that problem in a way and, and kind of the rhythm of the running putting one foot in front of the other I think can be really helpful for that um and I also think um I mean a lot of I, I kind of use kind of mindful kind of running things as well which I think can be really helpful so just kind of focusing your attention on kind of what you're doing and I think especially if you're doing a really long run for me anyway um you kind of get to that point where you you're so tired you can't really think <laughs> and and so actually just focusing on kind of putting one foot in front of the other because that's all you can think about can kind of give you that kind of meditative kind of state almost um or just focusing on your breathing or or, or something like that I think that can be really helpful especially when we're feeling anxious and when we're feeling stressed for sort of calming us down mm. and so I think there's lots and lots of ways in which um running can be really helpful for our mental health hmm. and I think lots of people who are new mums or mums with youngish children especially having been through lockdown or still going through lockdown um, perhaps running is something that they are wanting to turn to for that mental boost for that chance to escape the same four walls um, all day every day um, did you find that since we went into lockdown you've wanted to focus more on running or did it change your attitude at all um I did I think there's nothing quite like I mean I, if we go back to kind of being a mum there's nothing mm. quite like leaving your screaming child who's been screaming at you all day with your husband when he walks in the door just to kind of run out that front door for a few minutes um it's it's kind of um not that I'm advocating that people run away from their children, but I think <laughs> when when you've been when you you've kind of you've you've been up since sort of God knows what time in the morning and you're mm. just being screamed at and screamed at and screamed at and it just feels like there's nothing that, that you can do. Actually sometimes you just need to step away. Mm. And 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 I think it can be really freeing just to kind of get out the door and go for a run, especially when you kind of you've got all that kind of adrenaline and kind of pent up energy. You just need to kind of escape for a moment. Um, even if you do have to turn around and come back home again and I think in a way for your mental health as a mum I think that's really um, helpful and again I think if you're if you're kind of stuck at home in lockdown and, and I think I mean I really feel for all the new mums this year you've you've not been able to kind of go to any baby groups or anything like that there's there is just no escape from the, the four walls of your house almost and, and kind of being able to get a half hour to an hour just to kind of go for a run um is is amazing um I mean I've got a two-year-old and just to be able to get that time to myself um outside is really um really powerful I think um and getting a bit of kind of fresh air and and again I think um when you're at home and you've got a small child they aren't always um 
the best conversation <laughs> and so you just find yourself kind of sitting and dwelling on things and thinking about things and, and that can have such a negative impact on your mood and just to be able to get outside and get some fresh air and go for a run can just kind of turn things around a little bit for you um and I really I mean I think at the moment it is just kind of the small things whatever small things you can do that just kind of make that that difference Mm, absolutely if we go back and think a little bit about your own personal journey or running journey since uh since having your daughter um did you stay quite active while you were pregnant or did you decide to stop running I um had a really awful pregnancy um I was really 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 tired so I couldn't kind of walk to the end of the street let alone go for a run Mm. which I find really hard um having sort of gone from I think running about 30-35 miles a week to suddenly not being able to get off the sofa I found personally really really difficult Mm. and quite upsetting I think um I'd always you know looked at runners world and women's running and all these magazines and there'd be somebody in there kind of nine months pregnant who'd just run a marathon and and for some naive reason I thought that that would be me too and and it wasn't Mm. and I think I found that really difficult and so um not long after my daughter was born I was determined I was going to run a marathon um and signed up to run the Jersey marathon and I think I would my daughter was about eight months old at the time when the, the race was on and it was the stupidest thing I've ever done um and and I think um I would always kind of advocate sort of doing couch to 5k and kind of sticking with what you were able to do in pregnancy and gradually building up so as someone who couldn't run in pregnancy thinking I could run a marathon eight months later um yeah it wasn't really kind of a good decision um and I think um I, I mean I was I was really determined it felt really really important to me almost to kind of run away from my really difficult pregnancy in a way Mm. and um I pretty much ran out my six-week check and um cracked on with my training plan and I mean fortunately physically I was okay so Mm. I didn't do any damage again I wouldn't kind of recommend anybody doing this because you don't kind of know where you're at and you can do a lot of damage um if you're not careful after you've had a baby um but I was doing things like um my my daughter um was breastfed and she'd want to feed every 45 minutes so I was doing 5k loops around my house for like 15 miles popping in every 5k to feed my daughter um and it got to the point where my husband was like what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing it's just it's not worth it um and so um, I just I dropped out the marathon. I was going with some friends and they were all doing the, the marathon relay. So um, I just took a place in the relay and did that instead. And actually, it was really nice to go with some friends. We had a really nice kind of trip away to Jersey. Um, I ran 11K, um, which was manageable. And it was just a bit of a laugh. And I think that was so much nicer than um, trying to, to kind of run that marathon. Um, I really kind of I do feel that as mums we're quite often under a lot of pressure to suddenly become superheroes and you find yourself kind of looking at articles in magazines and on social media and you see kind of all these mums that are doing amazing things like running marathons and running ultra marathons and 
having sort of tiny babies. And actually, I think for a lot of us, that isn't possible. Um, and and yeah, so um, I think it's just kind of remembering that you don't need to be a superhero. Mm. Yeah, I think comparisons are a really big issue um, in the mum world in particular. When you think you're looking at social media, like you say, and it's we forget it's the highlights. We we forget that all the all the rubbish bits aren't being shown to the world. Um, do you think that that's another thing that can affect people's mental state? Definitely, definitely. I mean, I think, and I think it's even worse now we're in lockdown and you're not really seeing that mm. much of people. So all you're seeing is their highlight reels on their Instagram. Um, and um, yeah, so you're sitting there going, my God, my child is up every like 30 minutes in the night. I'm having a really rough time. And everybody else seems to be um, doing amazingly. They've got a kid that came out the uterus using cutlery. And. <laughs> Um, and mine isn't like that and I think and I think you can be made to feel like you failed as a parent and as a mum and you've done something wrong and actually um, as a psychologist I know that children develop at different rates and actually it's unusual for children to kind of sleep through the night from very early on and um certainly you know I've never come across a kid in my professional career that came out the uterus being able to use cutlery <laughs> um but I think you you so easily kind of get caught up in social media and what everyone else is doing and, and very much you you feel that like you're not good enough and, and you're failing as a as a mum because you're not doing this or you're not doing that and I, and I kind of I see it quite a lot um uh, yeah mum's feeling mum's apologizing I think um for not doing this or not doing that I think what I've noticed quite a lot of is I've seen a lot of new mums on Instagram apologizing for um not being as good a runner as they thought they did or apologizing for kind of um having a few weeks off or apologizing for not getting these um workouts in and I'm really sorry I know you're following me because of this and 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 I'm like actually I I don't think you should be apologizing because actually I think it's it's normal to not you know if you've been up half the night you don't want to go out and run a half marathon the next day you want to sort of if you've got five minutes you want to get some sleep as well um and I think all of these things kind of just feed into um how we feel about ourselves and our self-esteem and the more we kind of think about these things and feel rubbish and feel that we're not good enough the more of an impact it has on our mood so yeah so what would you say to any new mums or mums of young children who are thinking I should be out running I need to be doing this um I need to be getting back to where I was pre-baby would should we be putting that pressure on ourselves um no and I think the getting back to who we were pre-baby is a really interesting Mm. concept that I see a lot of people kind of talking about and um you've had a baby you've got a small person you're not going to be the same person again your priorities have changed um and actually why do you want to go back and and be that I mean I think we all want a little bit of us back Mm. Um, but I don't think we should feel that pressure to be the same person that we were before we had a baby because actually for most of us I think our priorities change our thinking changes 
um, how we we feel about ourselves and our lives and what we want to do with our lives changes. Um, and and I, th- I mean, I think if I speak for, for myself, yeah, my priority before I had a baby was to get a good for age place at the London Marathon and, you know, do it now. Um, whereas, yes, that's something that I would still like to be able to do, but I also have to prioritise my daughter and, and, um, and, and her needs. And so actually I think that's something that can wait and can kind of be put on pause for a bit. So, um, yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's complicated, isn't it? Mm. I mean, yeah, you've spoken about using the running as your time to have time for yourself and time to escape. Um, but also, do you like to use running as a chance to set an example for your daughter of being active or taking time or t- spending time running together in the buggy? Um, yeah, I do. And I kind of I hope I'm setting her a good example um, and, and being like, actually, and um, you you can be active you can be strong as a woman and um you can go out and do these things you don't just have to kind of be delicate and not do sport um because you're a girl mm-hmm. i think that's really important i don't know how successful i am because at the moment um she doesn't really like being in the running buggy and just shouts like biscuits the whole way around so <laughs> mm, but no <laughs> yeah. there is a difference isn't there between being in the zone and thinking I'm training for this um sub three hour or <laughs> that's probably a bit ambitious sub four hour marathon um and then to think to turn it around and think actually no I'm using running to do something as a family to get active together yeah definitely and I think it's definitely been um it's been a learning curve it's been something I think that has been um forced upon me by lockdown I think I'd be very interested to or I often wonder what my thinking would be like if that hadn't happened, but um, kind of accepting that actually it's something that I'm doing for me, it's something that um, I do to make me feel good, to get a bit of space, it's something I do to enjoy it, rather than I'm striving for PBEs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, I mean, I think part of it is, I don't know about you, but I found it very difficult to, to kind of keep that focus, because actually the races are being cancelled right left and center and um, I found it difficult to kind of put anything in the diary because I'm a bit like well what's the point mm-hmm. it might not be happening anyway um and 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 I've found kind of I've only done one or two virtual races but um if there's no crowd there if there's no atmosphere there if there's nobody's watching me I will walk um so it doesn't work quite the same way how have you found those virtual races um I've I, I I know some people really love them and it gives them something to work towards but I just I think I do races because um I want to push myself but because of the atmosphere mm. and the crowd and and just you know running around my local streets on a Saturday morning isn't quite the same and, and it's hard I find it hard to get in that headspace and see it as a race it's 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 still kind of a training run and the, I think I've only done two virtual races and on all of them I just kind of walked up the hills and I just couldn't I couldn't find that drive <laughs> that mm. I would would have found if I was doing a race mm. and if we talk about putting lockdown aside even for a minute do you think that um some mums do find it hard to let go of that 
feeling that actually maybe this year or the next few years aren't going to be the years for chasing PBs. Yes, definitely. And, and I put myself in that camp. Mm. <laughs> I think it's it's definitely been a really long process and I'm not sure I'm always there um, to, to accept that actually there has been a big change and, you know, you aren't the same person, your body isn't the same as what it was, your demands are different and actually you can't do what you used to do. Um, I think it is a really big challenge and a big adjustment and I can I can totally appreciate that. I think a lot of women get very frustrated and very upset at that and and they, they kind of, they've had this baby and yet they still want to be able to get the PBEs and they still want to be sort of doing X, Y and Z as well and, and having to maybe accept that actually you can't do it all I think is really really hard Hmm. yeah I think that is a struggle for a lot of people is there something that's in the back of your mind that you think once lockdown's over once your daughter's a bit older there's this race that I would really love to do oh I would absolutely love to run London Hmm. absolutely love to run the London Marathon that is still my my goal and and I'd love to be able to get um like a Boston qualifying time Mm. Um, obviously I like to aim high but I'm not sure whether I'll ever achieve those things but well no it's it's brilliant to have that ambition anyway isn't it and to like we say like you say set that example for girls and women having ambition in different areas of life Mm. thank you so much for um all this information and all this this input about the mental benefits of running mental well-being aspect I think that uh, the way you've talked about literally putting one foot in front of the other helps you solve your problems is something that a lot of people will relate to and a lot of people will be able to use as a tool to help them yeah yeah thank you hello and welcome back to lace up and listen the running podcast where I chat to people who have inspired me throughout my running journey so far. This week I'm joined by Dr Chloe Bedford, psychologist, mum and running enthusiast. We're going to be talking about how running can help people improve their mental well-being, especially new mums, including the brilliance of being part of the running community and also how solo running can be just as beneficial.